For me, the first word that comes to mind is really freedom. Um, I love being able to choose who I work with, which is obviously not the case when you're at a kind of full-time role. So I, I love, yeah, having the freedom to choose my clients. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Melanie Hardcastle of Melanie Hardcastle Marketing and Events. Melanie, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thanks, Gresh. It's great to be here. Excited for our conversation. I'm super excited to have you on as well. And before we jumped into that conversation, I want to read a little bit more about Melanie so you can hear about all the awesome work that she's doing. And Melanie is the owner of her own digital marketing agency, Melanie Hardcastle Marketing and Events. She left her full-time job a year ago, a year and a half ago to pursue entrepreneurship and has never looked back. Melanie works with clients to help them find their brand voice, execute their marketing strategy, and produce killer virtual events. If you want to grow your audience, reach the right people, and scale your business She's your woman. Melanie, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am. Thank you. Awesome. Well, let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit here, a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Yeah, absolutely. So I was working full-time as a director of marketing at a media company for about five years. Um, and then I was doing some freelancing on the side, so sort of moonlighting. So I would go to my nine to five, come home and do my freelance gig on the side, which was mostly social media management for a couple of clients. And so I got to the point where I had a lot more client demand for different services, but I was in my full-time job. So I was having to turn things down, which is obviously a good problem to have. But then I, yeah, so I made the decision that I was just going to go for it and make the leap and gave my two weeks notice and started my own thing. And like my bio said, kind of never looked back. I'm very glad that I made the jump. Yeah, I definitely appreciate that. And I, I feel like probably your clients do as well, too, that you, you made that jump in that leap and create a little bit more space to take on some of those clients and opportunities you, you, you couldn't take on at that time. Um, but I think it's so huge to kind of, um, you know, just know, um, I appreciate you talking about the five years of being able to kind of learn all that and then be able to kind of set yourself up. Because I think so many times we we think people sometimes just flip a light switch and then they start a business, but it's really the, the expertise you had and being able to kind of build the business on the side, it sounds like, and then be able to kind of grow into all the awesome work that you're doing now. Yeah, absolutely. And I definitely, before I left, put out some feelers with my current clients, asking them if I was to do this. First of all, do you recommend it since most of them are business owners? And then also, would you potentially have more work for me so that I could kind of build out that pipeline before I before I left my my day job? So yeah, very, very smart. And I think it's a, it's a great lesson, you know, for all of us, because I think we all have really, really great ideas, but to actually put those feelers out to, to see if all the other people also think that we have a great idea as well, too, always helps to, to increase our likelihood of uh, success. And so I wanted to drill down a little bit more, hear a little bit more on how you're working with your clients. Could you take us through how you serve the clients that you work with? Yes, definitely. So I have sort of two sectors of my business. The first one is marketing. So I do a lot of marketing strategy. So coming up with 
marketing plans and campaigns for clients, some of whom have a little bit of marketing experience, some of whom really have none. And then what I do a ton of is social media management. So managing clients' accounts from top to bottom. So that'll be content creation, creating graphics, sourcing images, and then actually scheduling the posts and engaging with their accounts. So that's one side. And then the other side is events, which obviously over the past year and a half has been mostly or all virtual events. So thankfully I had experience producing webinars in past jobs. So I had one client come to me and say, hey, we're making all of our events virtual now. This was back in uh, March, 2020. And they needed help figuring out how exactly to do that using Zoom and a couple other platforms. So I sort of made that pivot, um, helped them produce their events, and then got referrals from them and ended up producing a ton of various conferences, one-day events. Um, I work with a lot of associations, nonprofits, organizations like that. So it's been really rewarding so far. Yeah, absolutely. And I imagine, you know, that, um, you know, the, the organizations, the, the agencies, the, the clients that you work with probably have those events that they want to have had. Um, obviously, the the way in which they've had them has evolved and changed and, and pivoted. So it's so important to still be able to kind of execute and to get that mission, you know, out to the world and, and to be able to help out people, uh, but not knowing how to do it is great to have people like yourself to be able to lean on. Yeah, definitely. It's been um, it's been really nice being able to help them with that, especially because a lot of these companies, the bulk of their revenue is from the event. So it's really important that they were able to make that pivot and serve their either members or customers virtually. So, yeah, I'm definitely hoping that some of those relationships uh, continue when they're able to do in-person events, too. So I think that having kind of proven myself for the virtual events will be a good way to sort of segue into that other vertical of the in-person events when we're able to do those again. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's a great way to be able to make that happen. And then of course, you know, you have that marketing arm that you mentioned as well to be able to understand that strategy, because I can imagine a lot of these same organizations probably would need help as far as like being able to kind of communicate, use social media, but just overall strategy as you help them out too. So I imagine you'll definitely be in high demand when, when things, well, as now and then when things, you know, transition to whatever they will end up being. Yeah, yeah, I'm hoping so. I think there'll be a lot of hybrid events too. So I think that the skills I've used over the past year and a half will come into play for those which have the in-person and virtual components. So we'll see how, how those end up shaking out. Absolutely. Well, um, I want to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for yourself or your business or a combination of both, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Yeah, so actually what you mentioned earlier about having both the marketing and events experience is really the differentiator. Most companies do either events, whether virtual or in person or marketing and having both skill sets has been huge because like you mentioned, a lot of these companies wanna put on their virtual events, but then they also, they don't really know how to market virtual events because why would they ahead of now? Maybe they've done some webinars or some smaller events, but being able to help them with things like email copy, social media copy, um, ads and things like that has been, has been huge. So I think that that definitely sets me apart from just a purely events or purely marketing agency. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know if you, you feel this way, but I always thought that, um, you know, that's not the only reason you can have an event, but I also thought events could be a great opportunity to market your business in and of itself to market, of course, the event, but I also feel like it can be an extension of a brand or whatever they're trying to do. So I imagine both those kind of uh, sides of the coin, so to speak, probably help out um, in terms of how you're able to serve your clients. Right. And events are great for lead generation, like you're saying, whether these are kind of existing um, warm or cold leads, but events are a great way to market what else your organization has coming are going on. So whether that's promoting your membership offerings, promoting upcoming events, or even just little low ticket items like following on social media, getting engaged on Twitter, things like that. So it all kind of works together in tandem. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And I, I just, you know, I, I'm sure you have been too, and probably your clients as well, just imagining the possibilities of being able to kind of merge all those things together. So it's great that you have both those um, aspects in your secret sauce so that you can help people kind of navigate and, and speak the language, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Right. So something that I use, and I learned this from the author Gretchen Rubin, is called the one minute rule. So the premise of it is if you can complete a task in less than a minute, just do it right then. So I use this both business and personal wise. I mean, personally, it could be something like put the laundry away or something that you would normally kind of put off, but really ends up taking less than 60 seconds. And then work-wise, I'll sort of go through my agenda for the day or through my email inbox and just scan in the morning and say, okay, what would take me less than a minute to respond to or to write something down or reach out to this contact? And that is super helpful for me because I think a lot of us procrastinate, obviously, and then put off tasks that actually aren't that hard or time consuming because they feel a lot bigger when you're first looking at them. So that's been really helpful for me and I hope it can help other people too, whether it's business or personal. I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So that could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you were to hop into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Yeah, so for this, I would say that self promotion works. I know for myself and a lot of people, imposter syndrome can kind of be a thing. And so this year, one of my goals has been to really focus on my personal branding. So I've been posting to my social media accounts a lot more, LinkedIn, Instagram, and showing my face a lot more, which I know is important for engaging with your audience. Um, I personally felt really awkward doing that at first. I was like, people are going to think I'm trying to be some influencer, um, <laughs> things, things like that. But I've gotten multiple new clients from my posts doing things like that. So it obviously makes it completely worth it. Nice. And so I wanted to ask you now for what I call my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Melanie, what does being a CEO mean to you? For me, the first word that comes to mind is really freedom. Um, I love being able to choose who I work with, which is obviously not the case when you're at a kind of full-time role. So I, I love, yeah, having the freedom to choose my clients. And then also, um, and I feel like this is kind of the stereotypical entrepreneur life, but just having control over my schedule, that's huge. I've been in jobs before where I've definitely felt like people just like watch the clock or it's kind of, you know, 
butts in seats is what matters. Um, and I think as entrepreneurs, we all know that you can get stuff done um, sometimes a lot faster. Sometimes things are gonna take you longer. And I think it also allows me to, since I do a lot of creative work, work when I'm the most feeling the most creative. So for me, that's usually, I'm a morning person. And so that'll be the morning. So that's when I'll do a lot of my content creation um, and things like that. But yeah, I think just not being tied down by so many meetings and sort of rules um, is definitely the highlight for me. Yeah, I love that rules piece as well, too, because I think so many times as we experienced in this past year, there's a lot of things that have disrupted all the rules of how to do events or, or marketing or whatever that might be. And I think it takes that creativity. It takes that um, knowledge of self to know like when you work better, but also the freedom and the opportunity to be able to, you know, try out those things to experiment, but also see growth from that um, is really where I think we will have what will eventually be like that new normal. Um, but you have to have that space and that opportunity to do that. And I think, you know, being a, a CEO, entrepreneur, business owner, whatever we might call it, provides those opportunities to do that. Yeah, I completely agree. And being a business owner too, I think you also have a lot more control over like financially what you make. Um, I know obviously at full-time jobs, you have that set salary and it's sort of capped or, you know, each year it might go up by a small percentage depending on the organization. But I know like how much I'm making at all times. And then I know whether I can take on a new client, not take on a new client, outsource certain things. Um, and I've really loved that. I think sometimes having your own business obviously has a lot of ups and downs, but I think that ultimately you actually have more control over um, what you're doing and how much you're making really. Yeah. And I think at the, at the end of the day, to some degree, um, you know, you're making those decisions and those decisions will determine like how, you know, your your balances or, or your time is being spent or what clients you work with or don't work with. And I think you have that decision to be able to, to make that happen. And, and I'll always usually kind of compare um, it to, to being like an artist and, and getting that, that blank canvas and getting to create it in the way that you want to do that. Um, so I appreciate, you know, everything you said, because I think it reminds me of that and the, the ability for us to kind of have sometimes similar businesses but create them in a different way that are unique to us yeah I love that I saw some stat the other day that was like 51 percent of freelancers or entrepreneurs wouldn't go back to their full-time job for any amount of money and <laughs> I was like yep check <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely I think there's a quote that uh you know they said entrepreneurs are people that will work uh 80 hours a week to avoid working 40 hours a week so you know sometimes you have that opportunity where you get to enjoy what you're doing and you get to love the work that you're doing even if you might be working more and have more ups and downs at the same time you feel a little bit more empowered and, and free as you said as well too yeah, absolutely. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Melly, truly appreciate that definition. And I appreciate your time even more. What I want to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. Yeah, absolutely. I think just final thoughts would be if you're considering making the leap to entrepreneurship, definitely you know, plan it out, put out those feelers, like I mentioned earlier, save up all the kind of standard advice, but I would say really go for it. It's super rewarding. I never really planned on having my own business. I've not, I haven't been like, oh, I was an entrepreneur since I was six, but, um, <laughs> but it's really paid off for me. Um, and then as far as where you can reach me, I'm most active on Instagram. So it's at Mel Hardcastle Marketing. So you can find me on there, same handle for Facebook. And then my website is just melaniehardcastle.com. So that's where you can learn more 
about me, my services, and kind of who I serve. So hopefully I will see everyone on Instagram or otherwise on the internet. Absolutely. And to make it even easier, we will have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that they can connect with you on the interwebs. But truly appreciate that last reminder as well, too. I think so many times when we want to start something, we think that we have to go from zero to 60 in order for that to happen. But I love you talking about those feelers, you talking about the, 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 the steps that it takes. And I think as we start to realize that we're taking those steps, we are starting our business. It just comes to fruition, usually based off the, all the, the, um, the buildup of the steps that we have. So love that reminder. Uh, reminder appreciate your time and i hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day thank you for listening to the i am ceo podcast powered by cb nation and blue 16 media tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co i am ceo is not just a phrase it's a community don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue 16 media.com this has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.